Let's pray together, please. Heavenly Father, I pray that we would draw near to you today and that we would know what it means to experience you drawing near to us. That you would give comfort to people who so need your comfort right now. So many people are going through so many different things these days, challenges, um, less than ideal Christmases. Um, we need you, Lord. Through Christ we pray. Amen. One of the finest prayers, um, certainly one of the most popular benedictions in the Bible is found in Numbers chapter 6. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. This is my prayer for you as we share devotionally today. I'm continuing a series of devotions where we talk about um, popular Christmas songs and what they mean for us. My desire in the series is for us when we go through the, the Christmas holidays, we're going to hear many of these Christmas songs. And I, I thought rather than them just being white noise in the background, perhaps if we could talk about them and their biblical messages and their, their deeper meanings, that that could help us even as we're listening to these songs, uh, experience God in a fresh way and uh, make the, 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 the season more of a devotional season where we draw close to God and he draw close, draws near to us. Now, one of the songs, Christmas songs, that has gained popularity, it seems to me, in the last 30, 40 years, in, at least in my experience, is that song, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Now, I'll be honest with you, uh, from the time I first heard it, I remember thinking, wonderful, wonderful message in the song, an invitation, Emmanuel, come, draw near to us, God. That's wonderful. But the tune is not exactly the most chipper tune, you know, I mean, it's not exactly, you know, joy to the world, you know, God is good, you know, things. And, and if you've ever thought that, and, and if you've ever thought to yourself, you know, that does not sound like a joyful Christmas song. It sounds more like a funeral dirge. You ought to be on Jeopardy, because that's exactly right. Uh, o Come, O Come, Emmanuel was attached to music. There's one of our oldest uh, Christmas songs known. It comes probably from the 8th or 9th century from monastery living. It was a funeral requiem. But I share that with you because that kind of style in music was not the exception. It was actually the norm for centuries in churches that the, the music was very somber and very sober. It's kind of, uh, 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 uh. And so um, you can only imagine the controversy that must have been spiked in some circles when songs like the one we're going to focus on today started to become popular. God rest ye. Merry gentlemen. I mean, compared to, oh, hum, hum, hum. I mean, it sounds like a bar song or something that, you know, they're going to be singing like as a woohoo, let's have a good time kind of thing. 
Um, but it's a joyful song. I think as Christian as as Christmas music ought to be, it's a joyful, joyful time. The first stanza of of God rest you, merry gentlemen. God rest you, merry gentlemen. Let nothing you dismay. Remember, Christ, our Savior, was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, because we had gone astray. But Christ has come to bring us back into the fold. Tidings of comfort and joy. Now, while the roots of this song are uncertain, one thing we know for sure is that it had increased in popularity enough. It had been around long enough that its popularity had increased enough that by the time Charles Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol in 1843, he could reference it as something that was commonly sung on the streets there of of his day. In fact, um, in A Christmas Carol, he writes, and Ebenezer Scrooge hears these carolers singing and, quote, at the first sound of God bless you, merry gentlemen, may nothing you dismay, Scrooge seized the ruler with such energy of action that the singers fled in terror. Ah, Interesting trivia, though. See, churches in that day, since so much of the music that they sang was somber and so much was written in Latin, they um, songs like God Rest You, Merry Gentlemen were not embraced in, in church services. And so that's why they were often sung by carolers out in the streets. And that's what Dickens reflects in his story. Now, to get the most out of this song, this season as we hear it, it's going to be helpful to understand several things about it. First of all, it's helpful to understand that language has changed over the last 500 years. This song is one of the oldest songs that we have, or Christmas songs we have. Um, it's about 500 years old, they believe. And, um, and, and, but the words, since it has been written, have the meaning of some of the words have changed. I'll give you an example how this is why part of the reason why we don't use the King James Version translation much anymore, because sometimes the meaning of the words change. For instance, the word suffer. Now, for us, suffer means to hurt, right? But in 1611, King James, when the King James was translated, to suffer meant to let or to permit, and so you have that passage that says, you know, where Jesus says, suffer the little children to come to me. I remember as a kid that scared the willies out of me. You know, oh, suffer the little children to come to Jesus. No, it meant, meant let the little children come to him. Or the word conversation. You know, for us, conversation means to talk. But actually to the Greeks, as well as in, um, in English in, in 1611, conversation actually meant lifestyle. So in Hebrews 13, 5, where it says, let your conversation be without covetousness, it wasn't mean, it, 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 it does not mean, um, you know, don't talk enviously. It, it really means don't let your lifestyle be one of covetousness. Okay, don't let your behavior be that way. Well, that is the same thing that's happening in this, in this hymn, God rest ye merry gentlemen. That word rest, for instance, um, I imagine, you know, just, to, you know, it means it's like a song about, 
you know, guys going to Betty by, you know, God rest you, go ahead and take sleep, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> it's not, that's not what it means. Um, to rest meant to keep or to make. The theme of this carol is God's blessing on his followers. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. May God keep you, merry gentlemen, is the idea. Um, may God hold you. So there's, it, 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 the idea isn't go take a nap, okay? Um, the next word that's a little bit tricky is the word merry, um, M-E-R-R-Y. Again, when I was a kid, I imagined, you know, God rest you, merry gentlemen, uh, is the idea of these guys just going out and having a good time. Hey, these are the merry gentlemen, you know, as opposed to the somber gentlemen, as opposed to the, the guys who are a little bit too serious over there. God rest you, joyful guys over there. Well, there's some ambiguity about Mary. Some say that Mary is synonymous with followers. So, for instance, when we talk about Robin Hood and his merry men, it's Robin Hood and his followers is one idea for that. Others argue that Mary means strong or mighty, which I guess it can be. But this fits the rest of the verse, which sounds this hopeful cry to stay strong because Christ has come to save mankind. One final fun fact to help us appreciate this hymn that may help you um, is the comma. Where does the comma go? Now, some of you are saying, Brett, um, I really didn't like my English teacher when she was fastidious like that. Why are you being? Um, at the risk of boring you to tears, the question is, does it go before Mary or after Mary? You know, uh, I know that some of you stay awake at nights worrying about this controversy, but there's a big difference, actually. Does the song say, God keep you strong gentlemen, or is it saying, God keep you strong gentlemen? Depending on your interpretation of where the comma should be placed, it makes a difference in the message and how you take it. The title may actually be an assurance that men, when they, men will be kept by God and they will be peaceful because Christ has been born. Or it can also be a reassurance that God will keep us safe and strong through Christ. I personally believe God rest you merry gentlemen is more than just a feel-good Christmas carol. It's a rallying song for disciples of Christ. We live in restless times. That's not, that's, that's not new. The world without, without Christ is always restless. What keeps us strong when the foundations are shaking? Fear not then, the song goes on to say, said the angel. Let nothing you off right. This day is born a savior of a pure virgin bright to free all those who trust in him from Satan's power and might. O tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. O tidings of comfort and joy. See, as mighty men and women, 
we can rest in perfect peace because we are kept by God. And we have a message to share with a lost world. Remember that Christ, the Savior, is born on Christmas Day. So we can rest strong. We can be, we are kept strong, gentlemen, women, because Christ is born. Which echoes the prayer of number six. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. This is my prayer for you. That God will keep you strong. Men and women. Because Christ the Savior is born and he lives with us today. Heavenly Father, we thank you that your face may shine upon us. What a horrible, lonely way to live with your backs to us, with our faces turned away from you. Lord, we thank you that in Christ our sins can be forgiven and we can be called your children. And now our hearts ache because of the people that we know that cannot rest at peace because they've chosen not to be kept by you. Because they're living lives independently of you, they think the wide road is the, the, the that road to independence is somehow life. Lord, help us to live in a way where we're walking with you and know the peace that comes from being with you. To live in such a way that others around us will want what you have given us. <laughs> Through Christ we pray. Amen. Well, that was interesting. Um, that was my dad calling. So, hi, Dad. Um, well, you know, there's so many people today who are in desperate need of comfort. In this COVID time, people are more stressed, more, I think, in need of God's presence and closeness than ever. So I pray, as I did in that prayer, that you will know his face upon you, keeping you, and then you will help others discover that as well. Well, until we meet again, uh, let's keep praying for each other.